0: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Good morning, Amy. Good morning, Harry. How are you this morning? I am fucked. <laughs> Still, Why? I, well, I wasn't well and then I felt better so I, well. I went to the gym and it's just done me I think I'm still not I pushed
2: myself so yeah, I didn't see that. I'm just gonna chill so I can only do body weight and minute. I can't do anything um, with weight Moves. Oh yeah and, um, but, I could, but I could still run But this morning I, All I could feel when I was running Was like this <laughs> Oh really <laughs> chafing. Oh, no. I wasn't quite sure if it was Chafing in the thighs because I've Well I did run last week But I haven't run obviously for a couple of weeks But when you haven't run You just feel like you just go all wobbly yeah. Like after a while you just go like a bit like jelly Yeah But when you're running all the time You feel quite firm
1: Yeah Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Urgh.
2: Urgh. Yeah. Well, you know what, Ames. You just have to take it easy. I know.
1: I will. I'm, I'm listening like to my body. It I can't not do. I like can't not have anything to do. I can't like no, when is, I was I, sick last week. I know that I'm sick because I just want to watch TV. I can't have the TV on during the day normally because it makes me feel depressed. Like I haven't yeah. got anything going on in my life. <laughs> but last week I was just like I worked on the set E all week. But Aww. I was a bit like, I actually just want to stop and watch TV. But I didn't get round to it. This The weekend, I was supposed to have a weekend of not doing anything. I fucking worked all day Saturday and then Sunday I cleaned. <laughs> oh, I and it know. was like, for fuck's I sake. Know. The one weekend I thought, because I didn't have the kids, but I'm like, oh, whatever. At least I am working. That's, do you know what I mean? At the moment, I'm feeling fucking grateful for whatever I've got. So, yeah, I
2: know. And it's all good. Do you have to sort of, I guess, like, that's, that's, that's the problem when you get sick i think we just want to keep carrying on like i always have that lady's um voice in my head ringing that the sober lady what's her name mandy she was mandy yeah mandy manners yeah she uh, and about like having a hangover and about drinking because you could stay in bed and not feel guilty the next day yeah i think and i've always got that in my head because i think it's absolutely true when we're and even when we're sick we have this like guilt that we can't just relax and get better. We just yeah. can't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's alien to us. Yeah, we've got to get up and we've got to clean the floors, and it's like, yeah, yeah I could have to do any of it. You know what I mean? No,
1: it's just yeah. No, completely, completely. But it's just that's that thing in you, isn't it? That you've got to you've got to do, do it. it. Yeah,
2: we we'll do everything, Ames. We've got to do everything. I know. We're the most superior race obviously race. The oh my god I've got to
1: tell you something so I'm all I've got a period at the moment and I use a cup oh my god here we go and last night I was sitting on the toilet and Juno was outside and I was like oh and I've got um, Do I really wanna hear this? <laughs> yes, we've got to talk about it. It's important to talk about Oh uh, why and, um, So I was gonna I was dealing with my cup and I was like Oh you might not wanna look and she was like why? And I was like, Well no actually I said, it's just I said it's not horrible because it's it's life, it's natural but I just thought, do you know what I mean? You might not wanna, you know and um And then, so I I dealt with it. And then she was like, so you put it in you? I was like, yeah, 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 you've got to put it up in you. And then I started explaining about sandwich towels and tampons. (laughs) I just went in and I was like, but I like the cup because blah, blah, blah. And then then Lola come upstairs and she was like, oh, my God, Lola. Mum is telling me all about periods and it's disgusting and I don't ever want to grow up. (laughs) And I'm like, well. It's for life. And then this morning she was like, "I really don't want to grow up, mummy." I was like, "Why?" She said, "Because of the conversation last night." I was like, "Oh, do no." I said, "You know, you haven't got. It's fine." And I said, "You might not like my sister. My sisters don't have any problems with their periods. They never have done. I've always suffered, but they never have." I was like, "So you might not suffer. You might have a great period experience."
2: <laughs> oh my God, poor child! But it was
1: just funny because I suppose you don't really know about your bits do you when you're a kid because it's like you're putting
2: it in you I was like yeah but I mean (laughs) I I mean I've got I mean I know we kind of think a bit differently on these subjects but I I do think sometimes that kids know stuff too early and it does kind of like I want I, I guess I want my kid to be a kid until he can be you know and I think that we we're, we're sometimes conditioned to feel like we have to tell them everything like as as and when. But I guess if the moment presents itself you just get into it, don't you? She'll get over yeah, it. and she'll be she'll be fine. Oh, yeah, she's but fine. She's got a long she's got a bit of a long way to go before she has to think about growing well, up and having periods.
1: Yeah. So but that's Not what, what I was mix. saying. You yeah, don't worry really. about it for ages, yeah, but I was eleven. So that's only four years away. If that's yeah, she's the same
2: four years is a long time for a child. it's yeah. just a very long time. But I mean, if if it if it was there and it happened. Oh yeah. Well, she, yeah. I We talk about it anyway. <laughs> she'd probably, she'd probably have nightmares. But you oh, know, no, she'd no,
1: be she's fine. Probably... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's important to know that you bleed and you don't die, isn't it?
2: <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Anyway. Such... <laughs> anyway, now we've talked. Well, you know what? We haven't talked about Amy's parents for a very long time.
1: No, we haven't.
2: So, no. But today, anyway, today, today we've got uh, the, the wonderful. do the, the, well, the, we say that the, every time, the, don't the, we? The, <laughs> but she is. We love this woman because she makes the best clothes in the whole wide world. Ever. Yeah, she does. She does, she does. Like, in fact, I wore her, um, I wore her uh, catsuit on, on Saturday.
1: <gasps> did you feel sexy as fuck?
2: Yeah, I did. You did? It's, honestly. I did pull it up a bit, though. Yeah. Did, like, <laughs> kept going like that. It, Marvin was a bit like, what are you doing, <laughs> Harry? You look <laughs> ridiculous doing that. And I was like, I know, but I've got to pull it up. I said, like, I look like MC Hammer by the end of the night. You know, like the crotch starts. Oh, it, <laughs> it does. See, my do do that.
3: But I, yeah, I
2: like as soon
1: as I put her clothes on, I just feel sexy, sexy. I absolutely sexy, love sexy. them. Manners London. Manners London. London. Check it out. But yeah, enjoy. Check
2: it out. Enjoy. We'll see Do-do-do. you on the other side.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Work
1: This week we've, we're joined by the amazing Sally Manners From? <laughs> From Manners, London If you know me, you'll know that I love this woman more than anything else um, <laughs> we all do you've Because got, her you've clothes got make her. you feel so sexy I've told so, so many people, and people always ask me, Where's where your dress from? I'm like, Well, yes, they Love are that. the best dresses and skirts and tops ever. Manners uh, London,
2: and, and check it suits. out. I've got the black one,
4: uh, yeah. Oh, they yeah, I've so seen the pictures,
2: and I've got um, a massive ass.
4: They are actually the best, they are actually the best stretchy thing they you are. can buy. I'm like, I used to feel quite shy about it, now I'm actually nah. Realising that uh, that it's pretty bloody good.
2: So I wore my cat suit with a ju- with a jumper over, um, just a jumper over because I couldn't find my leggings, and like everybody was like staring at me, and I was like, why are they all staring? And it just went, I "Man, your bums sticking out." And I was like, "Yes,
1: come on, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> just go to get the harry Scott. And your
2: bums hanging out."
1: best arse in the world it's just like it's the shelf bum you know how the, all the girls i want to see it stand up so it,
2: it's that's they large. get
1: implants to look like harry like it's amazing and in that jumpsuit oh my god and all the dresses actually oh yes it's look
2: amazing thanks <laughs> and it's all natural baby <laughs> yeah so in your clothes i mean
4: that's why i started it because yeah. my massive ass literally didn't there was nothing for it yeah
1: so did you do fashion like when you were younger did you always want to do clothes stuff or did you just fall into it
4: i well i always had a sewing machine okay since i was little and i used to make like i think the first thing i made was a baby pink satin purse (laughs) nice Um, so i always loved making stuff and then um but my family are creative, so I was determined that I was going to be some mean corporate bitch and actually make money. Like, my dad still has no running water and lives basically in a shed um, and just shoots what he eats. So I was determined that I was not going to be a creative person. I was going to be some, like, devil wears Prada, hard, mean... But you've got I mean,
2: you? Got then, a law degree as well.
4: Oh, God, yeah. I just did that.
2: Yeah, I did see that. I was like, Wow.
4: Okay. I did yeah finished that last year
2: oh wow Does
4: yeah it's a big story basically I did a runner to London and the day that we had to leave um so
1: from Bristol
4: I from Bali from Bali
1: oh okay
4: yeah like literally I had a huge villa swimming pool a proper job and we had to leave very very quickly so I left everything locked the, locked the house all my all my belongings but on the day that we left, I had a box with about 15 things I designed for myself because in Bali there was literally nothing that fit me at all, other than like the big kind of caftan. It's not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, stuck that in a suitcase. Basically, went to the old airport, bought a cash ticket, landed in London, fucking wreck, and found this shitty flat to live in. Someone was subletting their council flat, which was full of broken washing machines literally off Portobello Road. Oh so, the second my God. day in, in England, I rocked up to Portobello Road with a succulent five-year-old, uh, about 10 pieces of clothing, with, which were size M top and size L bottom, and just went and just said, like, I need a stall today. The guy was like, now, nah, love, there's a waiting list. No one gets a stall today. And I was like, yeah, and I'm pretty sure you're not going to turn away a mother with a five-year-old <laughs> and no fucking money. So let's just sit this out and see who wins. <laughs> and so I got my little stall, and that was,
2: yeah, that was the beginning oh, of wow. it. God. Did you sell on that day? <laughs> Did you sell and go, fuck yeah.
4: you? I sold, yeah, I sold. So when I phoned my produ- producer, pro- the guy that used to make my clothes in Bali and was like, "Bapa, I've sold everything. I speak fluent Indonesian. Oh, wow. I was like, I've got no money. Can you send me another box of stuff? And if it sells, then I might get two boxes next time. And if it doesn't, I'll, you know, I'll get the money to you somehow. And yeah, he sorted me out and they have just started to build me my own factory yeah. five years later. Yeah. That's so.
2: amazing.
4: Oh but that's how, that was the only point of that, was my law degree. I decided I you know, I didn't want to ever be in London, but uh, there must be a bigger reason. So any opportunity that came to me, I would accept yeah. it. So some little old Jamaican lady came to my stall and was talking about how she gets single parents back into education. So I was like, oh, maybe that's why I'm here, to be educated. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I went, did my personal statement on the train to be a teacher and got to the interview and there was no teacher on the list. I was like, oh, fuck it, if I'm going to do a a degree, let me try something really hard. Kind of as a joke, (gasps) Uh Tick the law box. Went to the interview, the woman was Malaysian. Uh Chatted to her in Bahasa Malayu. Five days later, I sat in a fucking law lecture. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. And I just kept on kind of pushing through and thinking, if I can't make my business work, I'll be, I don't know, barrister as a fallback. But luckily...
2: Ridiculous. Oh my god. But did you enjoy some of it or just you hated it? I don't I
4: don't I don't really know to be honest. I was such a mess when I moved back. We were living in temporary accommodation. Yeah. I was doing that full time. My kid was incredibly just distressed and traumatised, yeah. doing a full time law degree. I think I just filled it all just so I couldn't really feel yeah, anything. Yeah, and just kept yeah. like going. But I did it. I got 1% off a first.
3: That's (laughs)
2: They could have given you the fucking first.
4: I know. I know. It was a bit annoying, but I didn't really care. No, it wasn't. Didn't even pick up my certificate. I don't even have my degree thing, actually. Where are you
2: from? Are you from Bristol?
4: I'm from Somerset. Uh, I was born in Bath, actually, but then grew up in, in... Southern Ireland. So I used to have a thick Irish accent. Oh wow. And then left home at sixteen and lived overseas for like sixteen years, pretty much, other than a short spell in Bristol. Wow. Yes.
1: What took you to Bathall?
4: <laughs> um, my son's dad. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he uh, we were living in the Caribbean. I nearly had an option in the Caribbean, but like a month before he was born and I decided it was a no. Came back to England and then we were just trying to get out of here again. So he applied,
3: he was an executive chef. Right. So he
4: applied for jobs all over. We nearly went to Zanzibar, we nearly went to Abu Dhabi and it was just happened to be Bali that he got a job. Yeah. And then, yeah, broke up shortly after we arrived. Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. But you stayed because Bali's beautiful.
4: Yeah, well, we both stayed separately. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved it there. I mean, it's the longest I've ever lived anywhere in my life.
3: Yeah.
4: And haven't been back. It's really hard. Aww. We were actually booked to go back. We finally kind of reached a point where my son was emotionally
0: yeah. ready to
4: go back. Yeah on the fucking 23rd of March or the 25th oh, of March. Fuck. Literally we packed oh, everything. No. <laughs> everything was packed, we were ready to go, but we were. So talk, we'll talk, talk to we'll us go. about your
2: life in Bali then. Tell us how wonderful it was and <sighs> idyllic and just make me jealous basically.
4: <laughs> it wasn't really. Wasn't it? it was a fucking nightmare. No, I was under siege by a man who literally wanted to kill me. I had 24 hour security. I worked 11 days on, one day off. People used to be like, oh my God, you're living the dream. Like, my guess about it. Listen, bitch, you're living the dream. <laughs> no no one fucking dreamt of serving you. This is no one's dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my God. But it was, it was, no, it was beautiful. I love speaking another language. Yeah. I really miss that. Did
1: you know the language before you went there or did you learn it there?
4: Just learnt it there. I think you're quite a clever
2: bunny, aren't you? Yeah, I think you must be very clever. I can't remember my left from my right, but I can learn a language in six months. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Neither (laughs) do I. The only reason why I know that's my right is because that's the hand I write with. Oh, right, yeah, right, I still right. have yes, to do that it. thing. That's the only reason why. I don't know. All the intelligent people don't know how to read left and right. Amy knows yes, how to yes. look, yeah, little face. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so,
1: that was when you came up with the amazing clothes then when you were in Bali because you couldn't find anything you wanted to wear.
4: Yeah, I literally. I mean, I carry, I've carried my sewing machines all around the world. Wow. They're here, actually. I really need to get them back out. I carried them to the Caribbean oh. in the suitcase. I carried them to Bali. But never, never... I, I used to sew always, um, growing up, you smoke a spliff and sew something and I'd never know what it was until it was like, if it was going to be a jacket or a skirt or until it was kind Done. of nearly finished. But in Bali, there's just the most... I mean, that's what I loved and I miss about Bali is there's just makers for everything yeah. so i had a leather guy i had a gold guy i had a silver guy i had a bikini guy i had a clothes guy and it was just amazing you go out on a friday night and on monday you'd be like i'd go all around the fabric markets pick my fabric get my guy over tell him what i wanted he'd drop it on friday morning wow my full outfit shoes dress jewelry like everything oh wow it was oh sick. my god
2: so what job did you do at bali then i
4: did worked in like five-star hospitality yeah. so ridiculous jobs that were way above my i went from pulling pints on a boat on the river in bristol <laughs> and the best thing about moving countries is no one knows who the fuck you are so you can be <laughs> anyone you <laughs> like And when you're quite good at creative writing the sky is the limit so suddenly i found myself in this massive job where i was being flown business to hong kong to thailand it was such a joke! I used to get these whole. I was the event sales manager for this, these villas that were like five grand a night to stay in. Ridiculous! Right. Um, like ten butlers for each villa, your own chef, helipad. Ridic- ridiculous! Oh my God. I just used to sit in the office and just. I just used to delete anything I didn't know. I just delete whole documents. Ding! <laughs> get rid of it. Whole accounts. Things. <laughs> But I was so good. It was a t- board of men, Australian men, uh-huh. um, who ran it. So I just, I used to go and do these massive presentations where I'd just take plain paper out of the printer, like a massive wad of it, <laughs> put like three print offs on the top and come and sit down, put it on the table <laughs> and just give these just completely fake. I love it. Figures and- I love and... it,
2: oh, I love it. That's, how you should, that's how you should operate. It was,
4: it was outrageous. And then when I went, went to hand in my notice, they offered me group manager and I was like, no, I mean, I, I'm good, but I'm
2: not going to get caught out now. It was gonna get caught ridiculous. Out. Yeah. But, but isn't I that guess, scary
4: yeah. that
1: you went so far in a company not knowing, doesn't that kind of show you that maybe the people above you didn't have a fucking clue either?
4: well yeah I mean they were just I used to my my best mate's husband was the head of rip curl for Southeast Asia and we had like the literally the best beach club in Bali it's a private beach club where you go down the cliff in this like inclinator so I used to let him shoot shoot there for free Mm -hmm bikini shots whatever so i'd literally have them all on my computer and as soon as things got a bit hairy i'd say oh gentlemen have you seen the most uh, recent uh, shoot we did for record Boom! Yeah, chicks in bikinis done break for lunch uh, but i but i also <laughs>
2: think it says it was ridiculous there's another thing about our country and the fact that in order for you to get somewhere or do a job you've got to be you've got to have a qualification and that's that in other countries they don't they don't do that like in in so obviously I've worked in recruitment for quite some time and I do like community stuff as well and um, I can remember somebody who wanted to be he wanted to, to be a paramedic and actually luckily in England there was a program where we could get him on it and we could you know we could no problem it would be a, a couple of years and he would be he would be a fully fledged paramedic and that was his dream. The same person, if he wanted to do it in Wales, would have to have five GCSEs, three A levels, another access course in order to do the same it's thing. It's ridiculous. It just it just your kind of story just proves that actually it's not necessarily about if you're qualified. It's whether you can do the job. And some things are just if you can talk the talk and just you yeah, know, keep it moving and keep being a bit more creative. And then if that's it, you, you can go anywhere. But we're so we we really do in this country. We really do make sure people jump through hoops to get to places. We that's what we do. That's what we do. Totally. I started watching this woman
4: who is who was doing a pod, uh, uh Instagram uh, story about ten reasons why she's taking a kid out of school, and I got distracted. Yeah. But reason number one was enough for me. <laughs> she was like. If there was a boot camp for office workers, <laughs> and that was it, and then I got distracted, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's enough reason. It would be school." Yeah, yeah And yeah, yeah. actually, that's what I talk to my kid a lot about. I said uh, we talk a lot about the you know the future. Maybe he will want to go back to school. Maybe he'll feel differently about it in when he becomes yeah. a proper teenager or whatever. But my go-to is like, "What does success look like to you?" What is like I've t- asked him to t- think of ten people in his life yeah. or that he knows of or that he thinks are successful, that for him, he's like, for me, that is success. Mm. What do they look like? What do they wear? Yeah. What Do they have holiday? You know, where do they work from? Yeah. Who's in charge of them? Is anyone in charge of them? And, you know, his people were like, my sister, me, my cousin. Oh, um,
2: brilliant.
4: Pe- a few and a couple of, I can't think of all the people, but, people that he you know, there knows. were people that didn't have to wear a uniform. Yeah. They were people yeah. that made their own hours up. And and he talks a lot about his his cousin, who's in Bristol, who they come from a Methodist, very conservative family, who for probably think that I'm doing the most outrageous thing in the world by taking him out of school. I said that for them, their idea of success is not better or worse, but it's completely different. Yeah. It's having paid holiday. It's having a pension. It's wearing formal formal clothes. And for some people, that is that is success yeah. to be able to wear heels and a pencil skirt. For me, that's my worst nightmare. But you know, it's important to keep checking in on yeah. those things to see where you're at with that because if that is your idea of six school is pretty good for that you know yeah.
2: so how long how long have you homeschooled your son
4: only since the pandemic but he's wanted to be homeschooled forever so coming up for seven and months you've now. you've
1: moved haven't you very recently as well because you were living in London and you've moved to Bristol yeah. did was that during the pandemic yeah. or before the pandemic
4: yeah yeah It was during. It was my uh, adventurous Sagittarius soul dying, being stuck in one place. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to move to a different city." My boyfriend was like, "When?" I was like, "Well, I'm going now to your house, so probably, (laughs) like, (laughs) straight away."
2: (laughs) Poor guy.
1: And how is it? Are you loving it?
4: Yeah, I'm loving. I'm. I am loving it. It's slower. Basically, the kid's happy and he's been miserable in London. And they say, you're only ever as happy as your least happy kid. And he's had a really, really, really hard time. His dad passed away a year and a half ago. London to heal is just... It's a hard (sighs) place to heal in. It's a lot. And I think... Yeah, my mum lives in Somerset, so actually he gets to see her more. He gets to be in the countryside more. Um, we've got space, we've got a garden. Yeah. Uh, but he still he gets walks some to, you know.
2: diversity as well though. He still gets to Oh, see... we live
4: in St Paul's, so it's like yeah. the biggest it's it's all West yeah. Indian. So he loves it. Yeah. Actually it feels way more diverse than where we were living in London. Where were you it's all Jamaican in... shops, all West Indian. Where were you? Kentish Town. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first in Queensway, in temporary accommodation, which is just like Shit. Bentleys and boarding houses, yeah. the weirdest yeah. place you could ever yeah. live. And then Kentish Town, which, you know, all of his friends at school were white. All the parents were media, kind of. The mums didn't work. And, yeah. 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 Just yeah. a bit dull. A bit, a, bit, yeah. a bit dull, a bit wanky, a bit cliquey, a bit so, not my thing.
1: what happened? So from the market stall in Portobello, what, what was the next step?
4: Uh, the next step was I moved to Spitalfields Market. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was at Spitalfields Market for four years. I can't wow. believe it. It went so quickly. I can't believe
1: I never saw But yeah, it started... But then actually, I suppose I'd Yeah, left... a few
4: people have said that. People would walk past me on my fourth year in like the depths of winter going, oh, are you new here? I'd be like, <laughs> Fuck off. <Yeah>. Fuck off. <laughs> Been here for four fucking years, mate. Don't insult me. <laughs> I reckon
1: you probably got there just as I fucking left like the area, because that's where yeah, I used so I to was, work.
4: I was there for... Yeah, there for four years. So I was doing my degree full-time and then doing there basically full-time. I'd go on my lunch break from the from uni, get on the train, get to Spitalfields, grab stock if I'd had any orders, or I was used to hustle it in my class, trying to sell things to my classmates, always turning up yeah. fully branded to my <laughs> law lectures. <laughs> fully tight Presentations in backless jumpsuits on land law. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. And then going back to uni and yeah so i did that for four years but always from the beginning i kept on saying to all my mates in the market like this is just a springboard look how many people walk past every day don't let this be yeah, it yeah. like print stuff give stuff away talk to people like get them to follow your instagram whatever it is just like yeah this is just the beginning um and that's partly why i started my course because uh, my freedom starts here course yes um,
1: Yes, yeah, so I tell us because about that because I wanted that. to help
4: all my market people to be like, look, you're out of the market, but there's still hope. So I really like, I, I created a lot of the content so they could use it and try and get out of the market online. Yeah, yeah. be more in control. Because
2: um, there is. So yeah, just slowly did that. It's a massive market from... now online. It's a huge, massive market. I mean so my my son's dad is a jeweller in Hatton Gardens, which is obviously quite traditional. Oh wow. But he's but yeah. he does all the other stuff as well. He always does the bling bling chains and the and the grills and et cetera, et cetera. But he was saying he's never really realised how much people buy off Instagram and Facebook. He's really yeah. seen yeah, it's a massive Change my life. Yeah, yeah. Increase in People actually buying straight from the site. Not going to a website, yeah. not going to meet somebody, but actually, yeah. no, I'll just buy it off Instagram
4: or, yeah. or
3: marketing. I mean, it's,
4: yeah, it's a total game changer. Yeah. I, two years ago, I was living in temporary accommodation. I had three different bailiffs after me. I hadn't paid any bills. I was absolutely fucked. Yeah. And last week, I just bought myself a house. Go on,
2: girl. And that's
4: all just from my business, yeah. growing my business. Like, I arrived in the UK with 150 quid... My parents have nothing, um, yeah, That's by myself. Amazing. So it, it worked, like, it works. And I'm not about the hustle culture and the harder oh, you work, to, but I've worked fucking hard, and it's like, after five years, finally, yeah. my son's getting happier, my business is working. Um, it's pretty, yeah. You're happy. So, myself, are you really? happy? Yeah, can't believe it. It's weird, it's weird being like, after so many years of just, yeah having a really really bad time yeah. and people yeah. asking me how are you and you know being a total victim i was a total victim my whole life really until i got back to the uk and started changing it yeah people are like, how are you? yeah i'm great it feels so good yeah. it's,
2: it's really don't real lie like, anymore. i'm good you yeah, i'm fucking fine yeah. why are yeah. you asking
4: yeah yeah <laughs> so
1: what's yeah. this call said you've set up because i was going to ask you about that because obviously i've seen because i follow you on social media you don't you stalker you stalk her, i stalk maybe. you on social media <laughs> i fucking love the new collection oh my god i love it
4: thanks oh the course so the course i just wanted to i just wanted to yeah to support women in finding what i found i guess like finding more freedom working out what success is like why are we doing so much stuff we're just on this hamster wheel, like, why are we even doing it? To be able to step back and go, actually, what do I... What is my idea of success and how yeah. do I get there? So, um, one of the people that really, really helped me change my whole business around, really turn it around, was this woman, Liana, who's a hardcore Ukrainian single mom. I fucking love her. Um, I've never met her in real life, but we Zoom. She's, like, pretty much my bi- business yeah. partner yeah. now. Um, and... She basically was the first person that really taught me how to do my my facebook ad She's a Facebook ad and instagram ad okay right genius that's what she does, but I think everyone else I've worked with quite a few of which who were men and i just I just love that I only do business with yeah. women now I don't have any men photographers, anything. She, you know, loads of these people go, make out that you could never understand. Like, oh, leave it with me. Yeah. I've got this. Yeah, it's so complicated. Yeah, yeah. And Leanna was the first person that was like, if I'm going to work with you, I want you to understand. I want you to be able to watch me, track yeah. me, know if I'm fucking up, know what you need. At like the first meeting, I was like, oh, I'm so excited to work for you. And she went, why are you excited? I've done nothing for you. <laughs> yet. I was like,
3: oh, yes,
4: this is the energy I need in my life. So partly because of how amazing she is and what she did for my business, I wanted to create a course where it was like, there was different different um coaches for want of a better word to like a really step-by-step process because i think you can find all the information separately but it's a lot of work and i just wanted it to really be like why are you doing it who are you what's your voice how are you connecting to people like really find the deep-rooted why of what you're doing your success what your story is like who you are and what you can offer people outside of a product like other than people wearing my clothes what do i want to give them like what if they didn't have the dress, what would they have? So, a lot of that kind of work. So, that's the first bit. And then the second bit is Leanna just literally breaking it down and teaching them how to build paid traffic and how to make actual money, how to actually make money, how to wake up in the morning and you've made sales. And it's yeah. not all about money, it's about working out who, where you want to be, yeah. and what you need to be in that. Yeah um space and what success mm. is for you so and then we have a, a brilliant business strategist who does the third bit who just talks about really refining it tracking it scaling it mm. and it's been amazing and and then at the end people like we've created a facebook group so then there's a network of women now that then they all support each other in their businesses but it's a lot it's a lot of work how,
1: how long is the <laughs> course I'm a nightmare.
4: Sorry? how long is the course for It's three weeks, so it's like a week per workshop. Yeah. And is it like all day? But we're actually... No, it's it's, um, like two two hours masterclass, and then we do a two hours Q&A, but then when there's all the worksheets, we've created like a a pack to go through. But we're going to change the format of it to pre-recorded, because there's some amazing now new... Like, pre-recorded is really dead, but actually some people have made really great programs where they pre-record it, but it goes live. If you miss it, you miss it. Yep. You can't get the next bit until you've, you know, yeah, it's yeah. much more, like, real. Yeah. So that's been really fun. Um, although sometimes I do ask myself, like, where's the sweet spot? Like, do I need to, because I've just pitched a new business, a third business. Oh, my God. And I know that I don't really need to, but I don't know how to stop. And I'm like, I write it down in my, when I do my journaling in the morning, like, have I found the sweet sweet spot? Yes. Where is there a sweet yeah. spot? <laughs> Can I stop? But I don't know. But, but, but you know, I, I don't think it's in my nature.
2: Also, I think it's quite good to have, have maybe different streams of income, not just financially, but you seem like but, quite a, you know, you've got a lot of energy, you've got a lot of, you've got a lot to give out and maybe you're going to, in whichever venture you have set yourself up in, you're going to influence women who might not, you know, who might not have thought about doing certain things. So actually it's quite important. There's a lot,
4: there's a lot I want to do. And actually I did a talk in a school this week to kids. What I really want to do is mentor women, like with their businesses, with their lives and try and, yeah, every time I kind of get, somewhere in my business i'm like right now i've got enough time i've taken on another person now this gives me time to do the things that i really want but
2: yeah
4: then i seem to fill it with something i know
2: but, but i'm the same i literally <laughs> for the moment i wake up to the moment i go to bed i do about twenty five thousand things and i always think the next yeah, day so... i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna do what i did yesterday and then i add another 10 on
4: I know, I said to my boyfriend, yesterday, he said, what's tomorrow like? I was like, oh, it's pretty chilled. I've got training from eight to nine. Then I go straight into a podcast. Then I've got to drive to the warehouse, have an argument with the drop-off stop, pick up, you know, it was like, <laughs> then I've got to take watch climbing. I was like, mate, listen to it. How the fuck is that a quiet day? What is wrong so with you? Do you? rest?
2: Where do you sleep? I just do. I just, you know, you just fed it in.
4: I go to bed really early. Yeah. Like, really early. People call me at 8.30 and go, oh, shit, sorry, have I woken you up? Like, that. everyone knows I go to bed really early. My kid hates it. He says he's the only kid his age whose bedtime hasn't changed since he was five. I was like, yeah, you're the only kid whose mum still goes to bed at 8.30. So until you leave home, your bedtime is going (laughs) to be eight. Does he go to bed at eight?
2: Does he go to bed at eight? Oh, bless him.
1: What time do you wake up though? Are you up like five?
4: No, I can easily do 10 hours every night. (laughs) Wake up at like, I go to bed at eight. I run a bath at about eight, have a long bath. My new thing is having a bath in the dark, completely in the dark, oh, lying nice. in the bath, yeah. which I, I absolutely love. And then I read and then I usually wake up about 6.30 and then I'll read in bed for, a, I don't know, half an hour. And then I creep downstairs and I write a bit in my, I don't know, something, write something down, make my coffee and then start on my, start on my work before the boy before he wakes, wakes up. up although he woke up early this morning and I felt really upset <laughs> <laughs> I felt really angry I was a bit mean So and he was so nice but I was like I need I my want time my, before uh, he wakes up I
2: know I get, <laughs> I get like that when Idris creeps in my bed he's like and he's like he feels like he's a ninja now so it's like it'll be 6.30 and I'll say oh I just want half oh. an hour I just want half an hour more. and he'll say yeah but I want a cuddle and he says oh, I'll fall asleep and he never falls asleep because he puts his arms, he's like an octopus, puts his arms down. He's nearly seven. Oh. He's got his arms on my back. He's got his arms down my
3: chest. Oh,
4: it's so nice, though. Mine yeah. hardly ever does that anymore. Yeah. 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 Out. I have to Tundling. bribe him. I'm like, yeah, you can have another biscuit if you yeah. give
1: me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> So how you are don't... you sitting
4: this homeschooling around
1: the 17 businesses?
4: Um... He's pretty good, so I give him like a list of things that he's got to do. To be honest, the more that I look into like unschooling, the more podcasts I listen to, the more things I read, the more I read about school and the whole fucking school system, actually the more I realise that he needs to be able to write, he needs to be able to read. So there's certain things that he practises every day. But other than that, I just want want him to feel happy. Like he's had so much shit in his life. So he has to play the guitar every day because I want him to do creative stuff. He does. Some brilliant clubs. in. So he, he does... He's in his room. He... I just set out some things. But he... Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, he's at the garden. And then Friday, like, he does his calisthenics training. Then he has to go and play in the park and just be by himself for a bit. Because I think that's really important that he goes and just yeah. is autonomous. And then he plays his guitar. He's got to do some writing practice. He'll do some reading. But he's actually just really good at...
2: Getting on with going it. Going and
4: finding stuff out. He's... he Yeah, he's writing a story about trees. He... But then in the evenings he also does uh, an amazing stop motion animation course. Oh wow. He's doing a textiles course where he's like tie-dyeing and sewing and they're all GCSE point. All this stuff is free in Bristol. Oh, wow. Friday night and from 6 to 8:30, he does a music production oh, course. Wow. There's like three of them on it. They've got a whole studio full of like every instrument free. That's Mad. Brilliant. so I just think actually he he yes. gets to sit outside of like the basic stuff. He gets to decide what he wants to do. He yeah. loves climbing, so he's got a climbing membership. So I take him climbing three times a week.
2: Wow! Um, but that builds so that builds confidence and things like that. All the things that you're talking about are like obviously w- when I talked to you before and I said Steiner school because in Wales Steiner schools are very different from how they are in England. Um, I'm,
4: well, I wanted him to go yeah, to one. But I'm, I'm from a, there a, isn't one in yeah, Bristol. We're
2: really kind of hippie family. Like we were, I was born in the Preseli Mountains, so. The Steiner school that we went to was literally probably like the garden. It was like, it, it was audition, whatever it is. It, it, it wasn't, it didn't have any kind of parameters. And you as a child decided what you wanted to do every single day. So I guess for him, yeah, exactly. he's like, he's learning things and he's making decisions himself. I mean, you've got the Which is list. huge. You've got the list, but he's, he's working out, right, okay, what do I need to do to get through the day? And, what, what, and also, if he doesn't know.
4: feel like it, I'm right. like, if you really don't feel like playing guitar today, I'm not going to force you to do guitar no. for now. It doesn't help, you're not learning anything, you're not enjoying it. Um, and actually, this is what I was saying to my my, my mum the other day, she's going, what's he actually <laughs> learning? And I'm like, well, yesterday he decided he wanted to go and learn all the Roman numerals. Whether he retains them or not, doesn't actually matter. the practice of him sitting in his room and thinking, firstly, what do I want to learn about? And then yeah. actually finding it out and teaching himself. Yeah. That yeah, you don't get no, taught that in school and actually just that process itself is such a brilliant do
1: you have things that you have to do his...
4: with him like are you is it do you have to no. answer to anyone about it or do you just do what you want to do no just do what you want to do yeah wow and the thing is all the tutors and stuff i've spoken to like if he wants to do his gcse's or if i want him to do his gcse's it's a while away literally i can get a tutor for three months That will get him through his GCSEs. Like, the whole thing's bollocks anyway. It's literally ticking the boxes. Is Is that going to help him? Like, like, he has to be able to communicate. He's an amazing communicator. He, yeah, he needs to know how to make money, how to run business. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a mortgage at the moment so I sit down and I teach him everything like that I know working it out give him you know how does a mortgage work how do you get That's a mortgage so how do you get to that position important. what does it mean how yeah. do you pay it back all of that stuff yeah. all the other stuff he can like fucking google the Romans if he wants to yeah. know about the Romans or the Tudors like
1: just watch her I, I didn't
4: retain any you know. of it I didn't retain any of it. I learned languages at school. I love languages. I didn't even re- retain yeah. any languages at school because I was fucking miserable and high. Yeah. But then, <laughs> like, but then I hated you said, it. But
3: then when you
2: said earlier about who, you know, the people that he thinks of, about, you know, who he thinks of as success, what does he, what does that look like to him? And he details the people that are closest to him. That's That in itself speaks like a thousand words to me because that means yeah. that he's like already thinking about being an entrepreneur he's already thinking about you know business. he started his business he's got God, we've started it we've been to, so one day a week we at 11
4: yeah one day i mean i've i've pushed him for like he's had little ebay businesses he wanted to have minecraft the other day i was like cool you need 17 pounds how are you going to get i'm not buying your minecraft how are you going to get 17 pounds he's like well, I could valet both in your and Shane's car and wash the outside. He fully got the Hoover outside, valeted the whole car, Brilliant. cleaned it all. We paid him a tenner each. Yeah. I was Brilliant. like, what's my commission? Because it's got to go into my bank account. And I've got, He was like, oh, I'll give you 50p for, for all
2: <laughs> But they're really good lessons in life for our kids. Yeah. And we, you know, our children yeah, he's... are just so used to going, oh, I want something. And it's, it's there or i want it well that's why know. he said
4: mum i really i really want a lot of stuff like i really want to be able to be up buying my own stuff now so will you help me start a business and i was like yeah if you're serious about it we'll have a meeting every week he's actually <gasps> you'll all have an opportunity to buy it and yeah. i will be promoting it on my instagram he's it's actually i'm like a bit feel a bit feel a bit jealous actually oh, really? it's, it's gonna be can really can you tell good. us what it is or is it yeah. top secret it's a clothing business but we've talked a lot about like I guess the stuff from my yeah. course like yeah he started off just wanting to print cats faces on t-shirts and i'm like yeah but what's that like what's that really about <laughs> yeah it's not Amy would anyone could print so we've gone through yeah. quite a long <laughs> quite a long process and we, he's come out with something which is actually really brilliant so it's exciting. got a whole story and it's like yeah quite excited so we're going to start the sampling <gasps> next week That's and he knows brilliant. already he's like yeah mum but the, like it's really important to me the quality He's got like certain T-shirts in his room where he's like, "This is the one I needed to feel like this." So that's I'm amazing. helping him do that.
2: That is, yes. But that's yes. he's like. so a fabulous, much from that. Yeah, you're doing a that, fabulous job. I mean, he's awful
4: are. as well, but yeah, you're doing a is. wicked job.
2: So you know, you know, with so we, I do want us to talk about your clothes because it is obviously. Um, I mean, that's how I know you because, um, for my birthday. They all got me a, dre- a red this red dress, which is fucking amazing, and this suit, yes. which is fucking amazing. And um, I think the only thing that I've ever had like that was. Do you remember? Um, is it American Apparel? And I used. Yeah, to, but it's not. as good. It, no, it's not as good. But I've still got a dress from fifteen years ago from there. Whoa. And it's and it's tight. It's like the tightest dress I've ever had. But then when I had your um red one. I was like that oh, that was going in the bin i mean i've had it for I've yes had, I've, had it, I've had it forever and i love it but i was like that's what you kind of that's what you want to fit into it's great because it's like you can dress it up or you can wear a pair of trainers it's like non it's like you don't have to you don't have to feel like you're going anywhere to wear your clothes it's brilliant yeah T- tell us about
4: yeah that's what i yeah. wanted it to be
2: yeah. Tell, us about, Sorry, carry on. tell us about sort of some of the because the comms is quite good around it i think it's about being body confident and you know it doesn't really matter what shape you are just get in it basically yeah
4: yeah and a lot of that has been my journey to that mm. like i i wore a hoodie tied around my waist until i was 15 yeah. like i bit my nails terribly. I hid my hands. I, like most young women, really struggle with my body confidence. And then I married a man who made me feel like, oh, he was just, just vile and abusive to me. So, and then I lived in Bali where everyone was absolutely tiny. So, you know, a lot of it has been me really trying to find something that I felt good in because I didn't feel, I didn't feel good for most of my life. Like, Bali, I had, I had, an ex who just used to call me a fat bitch just for a laugh. I had, I worked with Indonesian people who used to do, <laughs> I mean, it's funny looking back, but I used to go and see this massage woman every week and she used to say to me every week, "eh, you got fatter. And I would just ha <laughs> then one day I was like, listen, sorry, in my culture, yeah, we don't like you can tell people they got thinner, but you just can't tell people they got oh, fatter. And she puts her head me. on one side and looks me up and down and goes, yeah, but you boo. If I tell you you got thinner, you're going to eat even more, and then you're going to be even fatter. And I was like, oh, I
3: can't live here anymore.
4: We go into shops and they go, no, no, too big. And you're like, yo, I could be buying this for my eight-year-old daughter. You don't even know who I am. Oh
3: so a lot God. of
4: it was this real search for like. And then half of my friends are from LA. Stick thin with fake tits. Um, I used to take girls out on a staff party, and they do this thing where they go around the table and ask everyone how much they shut weigh. Up. Are you? How much do you weigh? And I'd be like eboo how much do you weigh you plus you plus both your aunties you and your five kids like that's how much i weigh this is not a fun game we need to stop yeah, this oh so God. that didn't help um so then i just started designing stuff out of this fabric where i just felt great in it like i just it did what i wanted it to do i felt yeah i just felt great and i won and then actually to be fair to one of my friends i came back and i had a load of my stuff that i'd made for myself and she was like mate you need to be making this for other people Ah. um but I was in Bali under siege so I just carried on making it for myself and then yeah started it then and my yeah my I just the more I do it the more I just get so many like sometimes it literally blows my mind the emails I get the messages I get from people who are just like you know, medical stuff like back pains. Yeah. Like I've got really heavy tits. I've had yeah. back problems my whole yeah. life. I've started wearing your tops. I don't have back problems, which is insane. Yeah. And then just like women, it's got to a point now. Where I see people wearing my clothes. I've seen oh. it a few times now like in the street. A woman ran up to me the other day. She was
2: like,
3: "I'm wearing your top.
4: <laughs> so mad! I love it." Um, people all over the world. Like I've like a big part of my what I care about is community. Is like the sisterhood. Yeah. Is yeah. Women supporting women is actually like picking each other up. Like I've always been that woman who walked down the street and goes, "Ah, you look so hot in yeah. that," and she'd be like, "Oh my god, mom, everyone." I love a that lesbian. though. Like, I don't care. She looks hot. She looks great. I don't care. I love. I've always told people. So I guess a lot of it just comes from that. Yeah. It's great. Because like, it, what's the next level yeah. from shouting at people on the tube yeah, exactly. that they look great? Like, well, how, how do I, what's the next stage from that? The there? great
2: thing is, as well, I mean, I've, I've had a mastectomy, so I've only got, I've got, obviously, wonky boobs because um, I've, I've, I've got some, <laughs> some of my stomach up here. And it is one of the, are there, obviously, the two things that I have right now, and I will get more, but the two things I have, I don't have to wear a bra. And when yeah. you've had a mastectomy, you have to you you have to wear a bra constantly. Otherwise, you know the shape alters, and then your back having surgery. Mm. The really great thing is it holds your boobs, but it doesn't. Squash it doesn't them. squash them. It doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. And I've only got one nipple, and it doesn't. It didn't seem to show that, did it Amy? It didn't. No, not It at was all. like you, I I usually have to wear a plaster over one, so that I'd have two boobs. But you can't even see it. Can't even see my book. No. Yeah, I have quite a
4: few women who've had who who've had that who emailed me as well and yeah. asked, "Would it work?" Um, yeah, it does work, which is brilliant. It does work, and actually, yeah, on my stall, um, people used to always come to my stall and be like. Huh. I can't, I can't, I can't wear no bra, and I'd be like, "Listen, lady, I don't want your money. Just get in there, put it on, tell me I'm right, and fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to win this one. <laughs> you don't have to buy it, but I swear. Yeah. Um, even for really, really heavy, heavy tits, wonky tits, saggy tits, yeah, milky tits, long tits. My niece's niece got, got long
2: tits. I've got long tits. I've got sad yeah. boobs. My niece. You've got sad oh, yeah, I've seen boobs. your
4: tits. You sent me a picture of your tits. Yeah, I sent them everywhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she sends them everywhere fried egg Everyone's seen my, um,
1: my niece i think they're double h all my nieces have got the biggest boobs ever their dad's greek so i think it's the mediterranean but they're all like 30 inch chest and then double h or whatever and she wow. got my niece with the biggest boobs got one of you i think she got a top but she fucking yeah, loves it It's the first yeah. time in her life she yeah on a bra it's amazing
4: I don't own a bra anymore. I've got ease, you know, and I've breastfed and I don't, I literally don't own a bra. I've got like a couple of sexy ones that I just put on, whip off again, but that's it. Horrible. I can't imagine ever having to wear one now. My tits are higher and perkier and better than they've ever been.
2: (laughs) It's amazing.
4: I mean, not ever been, but been since I've had.
2: Amy, there's hope for you yet, love. There's hope
1: for you yet, Amy. Oh, yeah. I've stopped wearing bras. I just wear bra tops now because I haven't really got anything. And I find bras really uncomfortable. So
4: I've got a couple of your bras on. They're bra so tops.
2: uncomfortable. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I have to wear one at the minute because I'm still going through my things. I've got surgery coming. I've, I've got to wear one. Oh, yeah. I hate it. It's horrible.
4: Can you wear, you can, can you wear a non wired one at yes. least? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and you, know, you remember the breastfeeding ones, the ones that clip in the front? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones. Oh, I've horrible. still got some of my maternity ones that are actually comfy, they're quite comfy. Because they are comfy, yeah. yeah. It's the thick, They're way it's better. the thickness around the side yeah, that, yeah, they are comfortable. Bras are very.
4: They're horrible, and then they give you like the un the, the upper rib cage fat, the double tits, yeah. back fat. extra back. Yeah, I don't. You don't need all that stuff. You've got like wrapping back. a gammon, <laughs> Christmas ham. <laughs> horrible. I really want to do like maternity range. Yeah. I want to do a breast. Yeah. When I was feeding. Actually, when I used to sew a lot, I used to make all these stretch dresses. Where what I I didn't have my amazing fabric, so I used to double. I used to go and buy stretch fabric and double it. And I used to make these little mini dresses, and I would li- have a band under the boobs, but with a big gap in it, so I could literally just push my nipple out right through the middle of my dress, stick the baby on. Yeah,
3: yeah.
4: So I had all of these like wild dresses with like I love it. big holes That's in them that you could pull out. Yeah.
1: So what is next then? So you can still
4: have like roll necks and sorry babe. So, what did you so say? what's
1: next? Do you want to expand
4: the range? Ah, uh, it's difficult because a lot like I, I've designed a swim range which is amazing. Oh, uh, nice. I really want to do like an actual gym yes, gym please. range, but then I also think actually, you know, part of it is where's the sweet spot? Yeah. I have to remind myself. And actually, like you look at all the most successful businesses in the world, they just do one thing. And I do keep telling myself, just do one thing and don't. But, but you. I don't need yeah. to. Like it's actually working now. Do I need to add swimwear? But you could add do a few add things swimwear? just
2: to test it out, couldn't you? On
4: on your. You know. And I mean, part part of the problem is that I, I hold so many sizes that just to yeah. have a few things. Yeah is like thousands and thousands yeah. of pounds worth of stock and storage. And I'm working on opening a distribution centre in the States, so then that's all doubled. Yeah. And I hold like 12 sizes, or yeah, 10, 12 sizes. Fucking and then hell. if you think if you're holding like 20, 30, 40, 50 yeah. per size, it's, it's a yeah, lot. Yeah, so I was going to say, <laughs> I saw
1: on your um, stories the other day, so an American woman had got stuff and I didn't know whether that was, was it a famous person or was it just an American person? You're not going to Um, remember I, which one? I don't, what? Because I meant to say to you, like, are you, if you're gonna go over there, you are gonna
4: fucking smash it. Well, that's that the UK and America are neck and neck now, so I've started moving a lot of my targeting yeah to yeah America because they have like higher minimum minimal orders. They the Americans just love my yeah. stuff. Like literally, I get an order where someone orders one thing. They must. It must arrive in the house, they put it on, they go online and they order 10 items. Like, it's insane. Which people don't do in the UK, and I guess because of the shipping, they do. And they just, they love it. I'm constantly getting, um, and also they do, like, the best stories because they're so extra. Like, oh, my God, (laughs) what (laughs) is that? They're, like, 10 stories (laughs) long. It's so good. Um, So, yeah, America, I want to open a distribution centre in America, so I'm looking into that at the moment.
2: Wow. Which is...
4: (gasps) bit scary a bit exciting that's very um, exciting but yeah that's that's they're like they just love my stuff because yeah. I go up to much bigger yeah. sizes yes um, yeah it works it works and it's fun like there uh, I do I write all the ad copy so it's quite fun doing like American ad copy British ad copy they're different which, aren't they? seeing what works yeah, but yeah, yeah. very different yeah. and I've started doing really political us ad copy which loads of it is getting taken down but really all of that is a oh (laughs) Oh, yeah
2: yeah.
4: oh it's so censored it's untrue i mean most of half of my images from my website get get stopped by instagram for nudity like literally like the the underwear set all of them have been blocked. All of them have been banned from, so I can't run any ads. for I mean, It's just ridiculous. Who's yeah, can't run any well? ads to those. Yeah, anything political. <laughs> uh, the fat of the body, the quicker it gets taken down. Really,
2: that's mad. Yeah, isn't it's it? a nightmare. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. We're just living oh, well. in that kind of world, aren't we? You, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you'll find ways round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is scary. I wrote a, I wrote my newsletter
4: about it the other day. Actually, just like. And that's another reason why I'm constantly thinking of new business ideas. Because it is really, it's scary. Like, your your whole livelihood is in the hands of some middle-aged white millionaire, you know.
2: Yeah. And and, and an algorithm on a bloody computer, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, have you watched The Social Dilemma? Yeah, well, I've watched some of it. I need to watch the rest of it. But (laughs) I need to
1: beat myself up to stuff like that because I
4: get too upset.
2: No, you should watch it, Amy. It's, it's really good.
4: It's really good. It's fascinating. And one thing it did do, which I was really grateful for, is it. I was feeling really broody, and it shut that yeah, down. Really? Like, there's no fucking yeah. way I would have another kid now. Um, no way.
2: No. And there's no point, is there? Yeah. I think we're living in that kind of world where, you know, we've got to protect the ones that we've got and then just move, yeah. keep it moving. 100%. Keep it moving.
4: Yeah, I mean, I was thinking of all the reasons why I was really broody and it was all about me, like, oh, now I've got my shit together, I want to experience this yeah. when I'm not just a total mare. It was, And actually, there was nothing about, oh, I really want another human to experience this. this. Like, yeah. there's no... This, if I do really want another kid, I will go and get one that's already alive because yeah.
1: actually... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are right a lot of now. children. And it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot right to now. go back to that, especially with it all the is. stuff you've got going on. But, you know, that's... Oh yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, I, by the time I'm forty two, he'll have left home, and I'll be in my prime. I'm excited. Oh God, I've got. I had him when I was twenty four. So like,
2: I've got oh, such wow. a long way I'm... to go. I'm forty four. He's only six.
4: Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I had him really young, which was really hard because I've never ever in my whole life had a parent friend. I've like done it completely alone overseas.
3: Wow. But.
4: It also does mean that I'm only 35 and my kid is 11, yeah. which is great. That's great. Yep. You've done it. So every years. time I've, I've phoned all my friends and be like, babe, you're under strict instructions that if I ever bring up this broody shit again, you have shut to it shut down. it down. Like, here's a list yeah. of all
2: the reasons why it's a really f- yeah. It's not a no-go region.
4: No-go.
1: Yeah. I got broody. That's just the age. I got broody. I was about 32, I think. Oh, That's God. when my broodiness kicked in. Yeah.
4: And my boyfriend is so hot like we would have a hot kid. He is very but that's hot. that's not a good reason either. Where
1: is he is he in Bristol or is he in London?
4: <laughs> no. He's in Hertfordshire.
1: Hertfordshire, oh, okay.
4: Yeah. Is he going to move uh, to Bristol? St. Albans boy. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> okay. Well,
1: we'll leave we'll leave that one. Yeah. We'll that one. Watch this space. We'll, c- we'll cut that out.
2: Maybe.
4: He's got like, he's got young kids in Hertfordshire and he's yeah, he's I think um, sometimes it's quite nice with...
1: when you've got a bit of a gap. You know, between Sorry. you, so you're not on... Oh, I lost we you.
4: We lost you. Oh. lost you. Oh, I
1: think sometimes it's quite nice to have a bit of space between you. I think sometimes your relationship can work better when you're not on top of each other all the time. I mean,
4: I think it's hot, the idea that you, like, marry someone and you live in separate houses yep. and you have sleepovers with each other. Yeah. Like, why the fuck not?
3: Yeah.
4: I just... Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard living with someone. Your kid, yeah. your yeah. lover, your best mate... I think, no, especially as well, no, when I you've been know. on your
1: own, like I've been on my own now for five years. I mean, obviously not apart from the kids, but the thought of having <laughs> another man in my house, I'm like, I, in the no, <laughs> I'm quite happy with the way things are. I'd quite like someone I could yeah. go and visit. <laughs> yeah, I know, but
4: yours, partners, it's nice, but... and you miss each yeah. other, and then but you your enjoy children, each other when together, it, and you'll
2: you'll be on your own, so you've got. To get and a no, I won't. Cat. I will I have think a get another cat. Get a cat or a dog. Oh, I'll get a dog. Yeah.
4: Clean. Oh, I love my cat.
2: Aww. I love my cat. I
4: think for me also, my whole my house is like my my business. Yeah. yeah. His school, our home. Like I
2: don't know. if yeah. there's,
4: there's not room for another role within
2: this. No. <laughs> within yeah. this. But I guess as well, it's space, walls. isn't it? I mean, if you're in a bigger space, I think it works better. When you're in a small space and there's all of you, yeah. it just doesn't work because there's no. There's no kind of division and everything no like escape. leads into one. And it's really kind of, it's, then it's difficult to operate. But I think when you've got a nice big space or somewhere for you to go and just have a bit of sanctuary. And I don't mean your back. Yeah, well, my
4: mantra's, you know, farmhouse at 40. That's what, that's. Right, that's what we're going that's, for. That's the man, that's what we're going for. <laughs> farmhouse good. at 40, why the fuck not? Well,
2: we'll, <laughs> we'll, do you know what our mantra is, mine and Amy's? We're going for a what? commune commune oh space. i'm down i'm d- that's what i've been i mean i've
4: written plans out for it i just it's the, it's the only it's the way only it's way. the only way a massive bit of land yeah, yeah. everyone has their own individual yeah. pods yeah. you have a communal working space a yeah. communal garden oh i'd love that. communal pets
2: fucking yeah.
4: amazing if i was supposed to be living Done. this is nonsense I know, yeah. it is
2: nonsense it is There's a, i can't remember where it is so i can't remember if it's in wales or somewhere else but there is a there is a kind of not sure if it's a women's only commune. Wales, there's a few. Yeah. They're, 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 but they're all they're building because there's little kinds of agricultural totally. ties yeah. and grants and... But they're all they're all made by women. They're designed by women and made by women and families uh, live in them, and they're very much self-sufficient. You know, the food off the yeah. land. um Everything is about everything is is about a community, and I think that's a good way of of, of living your. Well, that's
4: how I. I mean, yeah. I grew up completely self-sufficient. Yeah. We didn't buy anything, we lived on totally off the land. Milk, meat, everything, everything. Wow. I used to have to skin rabbits and stuff when I was little. That's why wow. my brother last me He's like, Yeah, that's why you're dripping in gold and plastic nails and the whitest trainers because you don't want anyone to know that you grew up with your hand <laughs> in, in, in a rabbit. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Wow. But now, as I get older, that's what I'm I like, say. I always joke. I'm like, when Armageddon comes, you guys want to be with yeah, me because yeah. I'm mean with a machete. I can kill stuff, totally. I, I can, can grow make stuff. Fire. I could do it all. Yeah. I don't
2: care. That's amazing. I know. Yeah. yeah it's true, actually. I think those skills are just kind of lost aren't they because everybody's been brought up in a very different way i wasn't brought up in that way at all totally at all
4: yeah i mean Och still loves all of that so he goes on a camp every year and then he stays with my mum in somerset so he the first time Shane went, came to meet my mum, we'd been away and we d- drove back from Cornwall to pick him up from Somerset and we walked through the door and Orch grabs his hand and goes, come on, Shane, you need to come out to the garden and learn how to use an axe. And Orch was like, <laughs> <laughs> nine or ten, took him out, he's got his chopping block, he's got his
3: axe. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: I know, because when I take Idris home to my mum, there's no gas in the village. So she's got, um, you know, she, everything is, she still gets coal, And it runs the radiator so that's the heat in the water and she has to go chop wood even in the rain and the snow everything Um, and idris does go i mean there's no tv in the house either because she don't she she won't watch we did it and and idris is literally like wow like there's nothing here but he's like never bored that he'll go and chop wood. you'll go and get the coal for my mum he just understands a bit a bit more of the simple life
4: and because the more they disconnect from screens and whatever the more the little things become interesting like that's that's the biggest danger of it isn't it yeah that like that you lose interest in all the finer things in going and chopping bits of wood in collecting Mm. bugs all of that stuff yeah the lot of the more separation you can get from your screen the more magic you see
2: definitely Definitely. yeah oh Oh, thank you so much
1: That was nice Oh, thank thing. you for
2: having me. And I was
1: going to say, it's really weird because I, f- I do feel like I actually know you. <laughs> I do as well. It feels a bit weird. <laughs> this is the first time we've actually met, like, face-to-face, even though it's on a screen. Yeah, but I kind of yeah, love weird, that. It's weird, it? funny,
4: isn't it? There's been such a change with these, like, o- online... I'm part of this amazing group in, the, in America, and I feel like I've got these, like, soulmate friends. Oh. We've never met, but it's actually, like... A beautiful, actually someone sent me an email this morning that said, hey stranger friend, I love you. That was it, oh. it's like, oh, thanks. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> oh, we're brilliant yeah.
2: today, it's
4: brilliant. Oh,
1: it's lovely. Oh,
4: thank you. Oh, thanks, thank thanks guys, you ladies. that was great. Thank you. Oh,
3: have a lovely have a nice weekend. Have
4: Yeah, you too.
3: Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. So. Yay! Yay! So, that's the sexy, sexy manners. I love her
1: story. I just
2: feel like you have to do it like that when you, when, you, when, you, when you say her name. Manners. Like, it's colours, kind of, you know. Yeah. Manos. <laughs> it's like Chapman, isn't it? Chapman.
1: Buller. Bullman. Bullers. Bullman. Oh, I love her. She's so yeah, inspiring. I absolutely loved hearing her story. And, yeah, yeah. Love it. Just goes to show what you can do.
2: Totally. When and she's got a really interesting... She's got an interesting journey, I think, yeah. like, from where she started off, um, obviously having her child, right. then, you know, going to Bali, having back. Yep. Like, she's right. got, her journey is incredible. She's, yeah, she's a real inspiration, and right. we fucking love her. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, I
1: tell everyone to buy them, right. and the few people I know that have yeah. done, absolutely love them too. Right. Check Manners London. Totally. Check, 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 check. Right. check. All right, well, thanks. check. check.
3: Bye. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Hold up.